okay, okay? All right, all right, all right. Well, 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 here we go. There's some laughs in this house. 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 I'm a comic. Silly, funny, ratchet. Funny chick, make it laugh all day long. That's get wood. That's get wood. Talking about real life and loving schlong. That's get wood. That's get wood. Oh, I'm diddling myself and I'm broader than Broadway. And I welcome you to the Get Wood Show. Get Wood Live. It's true. It's here. It's me. It's now. It's your weekly wench report. Apparently, I have decided to dress as a wench for you today. Wenchy wench and a woonchy wench. How do you do? All you goddamn pirates out there. All you swashbuckling, sinister, sassy lovers. That's right. Hey, Funkerson. Ow. Okay. Oh, um, you know what I was going to say that wood ass, please. That's my WAP. Wood ass, please. Okay, thank you. If you've never tuned in to get wood, first of all, thanks for coming. And I hope you come many, many times more again and again and again. Um, my eyeline is a little funkers because I'm sharing it with Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, mother, sister, daughter, mother, sister, uh, that's a, I don't know what that's from, but it's an old movie and everybody needs to know <laughs> the lines. No, you don't need to know it. I'm sweating already from my back area into my ass area. And that is not an attractive area for sweating, but it's like a heat wave. And so um, I hope everyone's comfortable in their house or if you're outside, mashed up, mashed up. Okay, so thank you. Uh, I am so happy to be here today as usual. I am always so excited to stay here and talk with you um, for about a half an hour of some silliness, some stories from my week, and uh, this week is no different to some wildness that's been happening to your pal Jess. So let's get started, shall we? On my way back from Palm Springs, I ran into the same very handsome maybe slightly homeless. Apparently I have a, an attraction to homeless. Uh, he was a Native American gentleman and he had, I had ridden with him on the way out and we happened to share the same ride on the way back. So I gave him like a little, hey, what's up? And he said to me, he goes, I already fell in love with you once. Aww. So I'm having love affairs on the train just from eye sex apparently because you can't really... Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, the first part of this show might be a little bit heavy on me getting hit on stories. So I apologize ahead of time. This is not a brag at all because, um, well, in Los Angeles, if you don't know, if you don't have a car and you walk like myself, you are often considered a hooker. Now I don't go out in wench gear like this. This would get me kidnapped, which is actually kind of a compliment because I'm not a kid. So uh, I'm really excited to tell you my adventures in the streets. Um, I was walking to a job. That's right. I had a job interview. 
it, just because it's the time of Corona doesn't mean your gal can't get out there and hustle a little of her wares. Not a prostitution job interview. Could you imagine the job interview for a prostitute? I mean, I guess you just have to fuck the person and then they'd go, all right, you're good enough for the streets. Or if you weren't good enough for the streets, how does one train one? I'm not looking for a career in prostitution, but I am curious as to how one gets the job. Do you just put yourself out there? Do you meet a guy who's pimping? Hey, now, say now. That's right. I just told uh, Free Money, the hoe hunter, who I'm, I'm really trying to get an interview with. Um, I'm really, I really want to interview him and ask him how it all started and where it all started. Did it all start on Figueroa? Did everything Jiggy start on Figgy? Because this is, these are the questions, the hard-hitting questions that your wench wants to know. So I was walking down the street headed to my job interview, which it was a killer job interview. It was selling CBD cigarettes. Yeah, that's right. Cigarettes made from CBD, non-addictive, help you get off the nicotine, perhaps a better choice for you. Smoke a little CBD, calm you down. It's all, this is all really proven situation stuff. So I put on some shoes, some higher shoes, some platform shoes, because a girl's going on a job. She's got to get right. So I put on the platforms. I did my beat my face. And I went and took the bus over to Cannabis Now. That was the name of the store. Cannabis Now. Not like Serenity Now, but very close, I felt. Uh, very close to Serenity Now. So I was excited to go to Cannabis Now. And it's kind of like a, a they yell at you, you know, come on in and get relaxed. Get some cannabis now. And so I was walking over there and I got a hey from a car. Hey, hey. Hey, from a car, one man, one car, one hey, over and over again. So really three or four hey's. Now, I don't, if you're a woman in, in Los Angeles or in New York City, any city for that matter, if you're walking down the city street and you hear some sort of catcalling going on, you just continue to walk. You are blind to it. You are deaf to it. You are walking. So there's no um, real... Like, I'm not one to react and be like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Because a lot of times that's what they want. And that's just, <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> hey, come on. And so I didn't react. So I didn't look and I didn't react. And hey is not my name. And if you knew my name and you yelled my name, I would probably look because you know me. But at hey, no. So I'm walking. I'm doing my walk. I'm almost a cannabis now. And... The car that was yelling at me now is at the corner that I'm about to cross. God damn these creepos. So I'm like, fuck, that's the car. That's the car. Just keep walking. Keep walking. You see nothing. You hear nothing. Keep walking. And as I pass the car, the man yells out, Marie, Marie, it's me, Walter. And I thought to myself, I could just yell and say, you know what, fucker? I'm not Marie. But I thought... If he thinks that I'm Marie, I have a gigantic hat on, I have sunglasses and a mask. How does he know Marie? From that? From just stems? That's my legs. And arms? That's my arms. How does he know who I am? And you know, I'm insulted. Marie, I'm sorry. I feel for you and I, I send you my love if you're listening. Marie, I felt how you felt. 
and it wasn't great. Scott, that was his name. Marie, it's Scott. It's me. I don't really care, Scott. I'm going to cannabis now. <laughs> and so I did, and it was a delight. The people there, it was a, hang on, whoa, whoa, we're having tech, we're having, I, I lost you for a second. You lost me and I lost you. I went to get the water. It's hot as fucking hell in here. And I, I can't put any air on. It'll blow the whole system in the apartment building. So it's just me and a bunch of ice water and fans. And at night, you know what I do? You know what I found a really killer thing to do at night in, in the heat? Get an ice pack and put it wherever you're hottest. Me, between my legs. But really, you can put it on your head, your neck. My mom used to always say, Jesse, I'm going to beat you amongst the head and neck area. I always thought that was, I mean, she, she never really did. She kind of smacked me a little bit here and there, but she never beat me about the head and neck area. It was, a, it was quite a threat all the time, though. Jesse, you know I will beat you about the head and neck area. And I, I also thought that was kind of funny because it sounds classy. And then it also sounds shitty. Like, I'll beat you, which is not nice. But about the head and neck area sounds quite lovely, actually. Sounds like a, an invite to some sort of whoop whoop beating. Whoop whoop beating. Oh, boy. So uh, another story of men and, and me. I was at the po uh not the post office. That's We're going to save the post office. We're going to talk about going to the post office and saving it, trying to save it. What the fuck, you guys? All right, this is, a, this is a show that's not about the sadness that's happening around us. This is a show that take you out of that world and put you into my world, the world of uh, bus rides and train time and Native American men falling in love with you. That's what we're here for. So please, thank you and you're welcome. Let's continue on, shall we? <laughs> so in trying to save the post office, I often will go to the 99 cent store. Why? Well, I'll pick up some cards. I got, I got cards. I got notebooks there. There's stationery. There's all kinds of goodies over there. So you can pick it up and bring it on over to your house and stamp it and, and send it. Uh, so please save the post office. I'm also uh, pen palling with people. So if you would like to send me your address, I will send you a postcard. Please, uh, you can send it to jessisratchet at gmail.com. Tell your friends, I'll send them all a postcard. And who knows what kind of postcard might be really cute, might be really weird, might be really Hollywood. Have you seen the Hollywood postcards that they sell like nine for a dollar? And it's usually like asses and tits on a bicycle, like welcome to Hollywood, you know, and it's uh, it's pretty, pretty right on. It's pretty right on the, the whole vibe here, here in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood, what's what's really happening to you? Poor Hollywood. It's just a mess. It's just disgusting. I mean, it's always been really disgusting. And when I grew up here uh, in the 80s, ooh, ah, everyone was shooting at each other and there were gangs everywhere. Like every neighborhood had a gang, even the Jewish neighborhood gang. Oy, that was tough. Uh, I was talking on my last interview show on Friday night. You can go to my IGTV and watch What's Good with Jess Wood, and you can see 
um, I interviewed Havoc Polaris, who, that's not his real name, nor is it Ambush Nicholson. And yet, he continued to have all these alias names. And I tried to do some research and figure it out because I'm about to interview the fucking guy. And I think, who is this man? And so I am looking up all his stuff and I still can't figure it out. But thank God I found his government name on Facebook. So when I interviewed him, I said, hey, William, you know, catch people off guard when you call them by their for real names, not their aliases or their gangy nicknames or whatever. Anyway, we talked about growing up in Los Angeles. He grew up in South Central. I grew up in Hollywood, but I went to a lot of South Central gatherings, let's say cookouts and concerts. And I talked about going to see Run DMC one year and he was like, no, you shouldn't have definitely shouldn't have gone to that show. And I said, you're telling me, but you're telling me a little late because there was a riot and whoa, oh my goodness. Inside, inside, I believe it was the Coliseum or the Forum, riot. Yeah. And I saw a woman with a child and I ran behind her because I thought, okay, there's a woman with a child. That'll be safe. No, she was hurt. So I ran away from that area as well. (laughs) I just ran outside. Ah! Have you ever been in a riot? It is not a riot. It's quite horrifying, actually. Uh, Oh, man. I'm sorry. Once in a while, I get a blast of heat. And I don't think it's a flash. I think it's just me sitting here being really warm. Uh, The last letter that I sent was to Drew Barrymore. You guys, I'm putting myself out there. Drew fucking Barrymore, okay? She is, I think we were separated at birth. Don't, okay, look at me. Do you see how I have the weird lisp and I have some weird tendencies about me? Here's the thing. Here's why I think we're separated at birth. Her father, John Barrymore, yes, yes, that guy, He lived in my hotel room with me and my mom a lot of the time, like a lot of the time in a studio hotel room with a guy, John Barrymore. I mean, he should have been in a mansion or some shit, but no, he was wild. He was wild and out. He drank. He smoked. He yelled. He fought. My mom would pick him up from jail. She'd pick him up from the, you know, wherever he was, hospital if he got beat up too bad. And then he'd just end up back in our hotel room. So I thought, wait a second now. Why does this man get special treatment? I mean, I know he's a Barrymore, but still, I feel like my mom might have fucked him, too. I mean, who didn't she fuck, really? Aw, mama! And so I wrote to Drew. And you know what I did? I didn't say, hey, Drew, it's your lost it's your lost sister, Jessica. I didn't say that. Don't freak Drew Barrymore out too badly. She asked for letters. She asked for people to write Dear Drew and to maybe send her a photograph or tell her what's good or what's going on in their life. So I just decided, well, fuck it. This is my opening right here. And if the mail works, it'll get to her. So I wrote her a pretty letter. I put it on that cute stationery. You know how she loves that fucking stationery. That's another reason why I think we're separated at birth. We both have a fucking love for like Hello Kitty and stickers and shit like that, you know? Anyway, uh, her dad fucking used to live with me. So I wrote, you know, hey, congratulations on your show. And uh, guess what? I have, we have a connection, you and I. And we actually hung out when we were little. I think I babysat you, but I was way too young because we're kind of the same, only just a few years older than you age. And so she uh, hopefully will read the letter or one of her assistants will read the letter and they'll get curious. And I did enclose a photo 
photograph. And it was a photo of me and my mom from when, oh, it was bad news bears at that time. Boy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shit was not good. But it, the photo that I sent, it's a black and white. It's me and my mom. And we look like maybe we're starring in like a gangster film, you know, about two gals on the run. Or maybe like set it off, but with white chicks this time, you know. And uh, we really look pretty tough and and hard ass in this photo i'll put it up in the links here and she i think she will recognize us i think she will recognize she actually knows my mom better than she knows me because why because she's her mom no <laughs> i don't know i'd like to find out i'd like to find out it for those of you who know me you know i've been searching for my real dad for a few years now damn straight drink some tea mm. So I just wrote to her and I said, hey, your dad used to live with me and we know, you know, my mom, you know, might be your mom. And I just thought, Drew Barrymore, get ready to meet your sister. Just get ready. I am here and we're going to make big fucking news. Okay? So I sent her the letter and I sent her the picture and we'll see what happens. It's all in the universe's hands now. Do you think I was going to say God or Jesus? because I wasn't. I think the universe is more powerful. The universe, you know what? Hey, hey, don't be yelling about God on my chats. My God. Uh, Everything is powerful, but you know what's the most powerful? You and your thoughts and what you manifest in your thinking every day and every moment. Practice some positivity, fuckers. Seriously, it's all that works. It's all that works. I practice it. (laughs) Want to hear about another fucking picture that I came across this week? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. So I sent the picture to Drew. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. Of course, you'll be the first to know. Of course. Then I get tagged on Facebook. And you know, when you get tagged on Facebook, it could be one of two things. It could be some great unrealistic uh, or you don't remember you know, photo that you're like, oh shit, I didn't remember that. I'm so glad that they tagged me in that one. Or it could be a photo that you're like, oh no, 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 no. Oh no, no, no. Oh no. Uh, That was kind of how my reaction was to this photo that I was tagged in. It was a photo from eighth grade. One of those class photos that people have, you know, from maybe they bought it or they had a yearbook. I did not. I was, listen, I was not allowed to say the Pledge of Allegiance at school. So do you think I fucking got a yearbook? No. My mom hated school. She thought it was bullshit. Just a bunch of bullshit, Jesse. Just a bunch of bullshit. What are you learning? How to surf and basket weave? Mom, you put me in Santa Monica High School or this place that I'm going to recall the photo from, Santa Monica Alternative Schoolhouse. Smash for short. Smash. Really? where we got to call the teachers by their first names, that's not going to work for me. It's just not. How about, fuck you, Brian, I don't want to do my homework. How about that? That's your first name. And it's also me really being me. So I get this picture tagged on Facebook, and I love the girl. Don't get me wrong. The girl who tagged it, oh, Shauna, God, love you, girl. Love you, Shauna. Big shout out. But, oh, fuck, man. I didn't remember this photograph. Fifth grade. I'm looking around. Santa Monica. You know? You see the kids? You go, ah, look at look at the kids. They all look so cute. 
I, I love I love the little uh, yearbook uh, cuties, their little pictures. Everybody got dressed nice. They did their hair, perhaps. And then I come across my photo. Oh, I, I, I stopped breathing for a moment. And I thought to myself, is this a mistake? Did somebody put this in by mistake? Who is this? What is this? Because all these natural beauties and all these lovely little kids and, and cuties with, you know, OP shirts and quicksilver and hair feathered back and cute earrings on. And then all of a sudden you come across this, wow, it's kind of like a shock to the system, this one. Um, well, I'll tell you, wife beater can still say that right wife beater tank top with suspenders over it always a great look mad chains haven't really f figured out how to stop doing that since uh so many chains so many earrings hair just cut to the fucking like a chainsaw had got me and mad mad face mean mugging in my school photo and i can imagine they were probably like Oh, hey, give us a little smile. And that just fucking made me even angrier. Eighth grade, punk rock. Not taking shit from anybody. Fuck authority. Fuck the government. Fuck everything. Fuck school, my parents, all that shit. And it was really hard to rebel because my mom really liked what I was doing. And that's some confusing shit. Oh, yeah, Jesse, fuck these guys. Fuck school. It's just the worst. Oh, man. Who's got bad? Who's got bad Wi-Fi? You don't fucking do it. Uh, I am feeling really good about my rant here. Uh, I I rant on about my punk rockedness in the eighth grade because, well, a couple things. Uh, I was very angry very, very angry. And I had good reason to be. I was at that time in my life, I was getting prostituted by my mom, my friend's grandma, whose grandma is prostituting teenagers. Oh, my friend. Yeah. And her grandma, she lived in Beverly Hills and she was very beautiful and had all this very like white furniture everywhere and white shag carpeting. And we just thought she was the coolest. And we thought, well, if we pimp our asses enough, we might be able to get this amount of rich and live up in Beverly Hills like grandma. But no, when we were done with our deeds with the old guys, they would peel off a crisp $20 bill. And man, me and my girlfriends would think to ourselves, Fuck yeah, that's a dime bag and a couple 40s. Because yes, if you're a prostitute at a teenage year, you're going to want to get fucked up. You're going to want to numb out a little bit. You're going to want to get over the fact that you had an old man's dick in your mouth just moments before. Oh, I couldn't use Vaseline for most of my life because of this goddamn situation. Yeah, it's true. All true. I mean, why would I talk about it if it weren't? <laughs> so seeing this photograph and having all that shit flood back to me, like, God damn, I stand out much, Jessica? Whoa. And I said to my friend, God, thanks for tagging me, but Jesus, how embarrassing. And she goes, no, you were fucking epic. And you got it when you're when you're described as epic as a 14 year old. I guess I'll take it, you know?
and the the cholos they didn't like that i that i was punk they didn't love the punk rock look they were like i don't know it's it's not very like beautiful like it's kind of like ugly you know like you have like an ugly look like you're embracing like your ugliness and that's not cute you know i preferred the golden arches your m's you know looking like mcdonald's and shit should hook that up so I did. I tried to please the cholos and I tried to grow out the hair and do the the golden arches again. But I, I just I was stuck. I just didn't know who I was or where I was supposed to be or where I fit in, you know. And. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of story for one girl to have. But you know what? I'm here, bitches. I made it. Can you believe that I've made it, that I'm still here and I don't have a stutter? I mean, that's that's real. That's a real thing that happens to you when you smoke a lot of dust. PCP, elephant tranquilizer. That's really what it is. And so a lot of times the um, side effects can be, well, homelessness. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad homelessness. And also a stutter. You can have a stutter. You can get a stutter from PCP. That's true. You know, I don't think humans should be smoking elephant tranquilizer, but that's just me. <laughs> you know, that K is, uh, I think that's horse tranquilizer. So anyway, speaking of hairdos, guess who's getting her hair cut today? Yes, I'm going to get my hair cut and I'm so excited. I know it's just a silly thing to talk about, but isn't everything silly to talk about? From hookers to haircuts in one moment. Because I've been feeling like I really need to shed some of my skins. And what I think is, I'm going to shed my ass into a mullet. Yeah! Your girl's going full white trash. Do you remember when um, I told Londro that I was poor growing up poor? And he didn't really understand. Like, we were talking about growing up. And he, he grew up in this neighborhood. He's never really had a lot of interaction with white chicks. So I was like, yeah, I grew up poor on welfare and food stamps and stuff. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, so, like, you were white trash. No, we were artists. That's what I always say. We were artists, okay? So we weren't white trash. But now I think I'm going to embrace that part and I'm going to just mullet it up and I'm going to see what happens because I'm going back out to the desert and we'll see how differently your girl is treated with a mullet. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, E. I'm doing it, girl. I am doing it and I'm doing it and I'm doing it well. Did you enjoy the new theme song? I'm trying to refangle it because I don't, you know, the old theme song is delightful, but it is so old. And I just want to keep representing WAP because I am. Ow. Yes. Yes, I am. What else? Oh, you guys can go. Oh, man, am I excited. You guys can go to my new website. What? Website? And it's called getjesswood.com. Get jesswood.com and if you scroll down you can uh every time you click on a photo it'll bring you to a different place and you can go back and listen to different podcasts and you can follow me on instagram and see all my photo galleries and all my looks and this week my look was evil twin now evil twin 
I gotta say, I'm not really down with the evil twin because, or the idea of the evil twin, because it's real racist. If you think about it, it is really fucking racist. And I didn't talk about it on my, listen, I don't, uh, it gets so goddamn heady over here, white lady. But really think about it when everything evil is dark. You know what I mean? Like they were like the evil twin. She's going to have dark hair. She's going to have dark eyes. She's going to wear dark clothing. She's going to have like a witchy aesthetic. I prefer that shit. I do. I prefer the dark er uh skin tone, the dark er hair color, the dark er everything. You know what I mean? Darker sense of humor, everything. Everything dark rules to me. So, let's fucking turn it around. You know what I think should be the evil twin? This a right her. Yes, the blonde, the Karen. I mean, isn't Karen eviler than any fu- eviler? Is eviler a word? It is now. Karen is eviler than any evil twin that we've ever seen in our lives that we've ever come across. I dream of genie twin was just hot, just hot. Uh, bewitched twin, uh, hot, so fucking hot. Like these twins were hotter than the original ladies. And some would say me donning a black wig, hotter than the blonde. So let's get it straight. Let's not get it twisted. Dark does not mean evil, you fucktards. You know, pass it on. Light is evil. Go to the light. Don't go to the light. Be careful. They'll lie and they'll say the light will call the police on you. The dark will get between you and whatever's happening and try to help personally, poisonally. So I'm not down with the evil twin idea of fucking, oh, that's bad. Like bad guys wear black. Suck my dick from behind twice as long as usual. That's what I like to say about that. Had a man at the 99 cent store hit on me in front of his child. And it was very awkward for me and for the teenage boy that he was with. Oh, I came in and he was like, hello. Now, first of all, when you're wearing a mask and a hat, again, mask, hat, sunglasses, you're kind of covered up. So all these fuckers see is tits and waist and legs. So I get it, men. I get it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we are not visual as women. I mean, sure. I like a good ass. I like a good ab. I like a good muscle. But we are not as visual as you fucktards are. We are thoughtful. We think to ourselves that if we see a boy who we think is cute, well, maybe we could fix that brown tooth up front. Do you know what I mean? We're thinking about bettering his ass, not fucking him the whole time and then thinking, well, maybe he'll make me a sandwich after we fuck. No, we're thinking, how can we make this fool's life better? How can we make him do his art better? How can we make him thrive even more in this world? We're not thinking, ooh, I wonder what that dick will feel inside. Well, I mean, we are slightly. Let's not get it twisted. I am thinking a lot about how it's going to feel, but that is not the only thing I'm thinking about. So the next time you go to finger blast your girl or or give it to her from behind or safely fuck with a mask on, please just remind everybody, okay? Remind them that we are caring for them and we are thinking about them in a very, very deep way. That's right. 
And you know what? If you fuck with us, we'll also build a jar around you and we'll light it on fire and that won't be good for you either. So really keep your shit together. Be uh, honest. You know? Don't be cruel. Just be cool. Okay. Oh, I guess that's the end of the show. Wow, what a fun thing to end on. Don't be cruel. Just be cool. I don't know if Facebook got my whole head in in their thing. They might have just gotten tits and and some necklace. But who doesn't love tits and a necklace? Two bits. Tits and a necklace. Two bits. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I told you I'd report on the vibrator that I got from China. Finally. I mean, talk about the mail being delayed are these are essentials that we need you fuckers we get the post office back together go and get some stamps leave me your address on jessesratchet.com or jessesratchet at gmail because i'm gonna write you you goddamn uh lovers just like i used to write my pen pals in jail that's right i used to write men in jail men boys all kinds of fellas i wrote to them in jail and you know what i don't regret it i would do it again now i i will do it again now if somebody would write <laughs> somebody's address down for me i don't mind and you know what used to happen when if you don't if you're not familiar with jail letters i just like to hip you to the scene here we go now i know i'm not going to call you out but i know there's a couple people in my chat right now who know exactly what i'm going to say and here we go when you receive a letter from jail it always starts with the same sentence at the top. It says, Dear Jessica, or whoever you are, I hope this letter finds you and your family in the best of health. <laughs> They're teaching letter writing classes out in jails. They are teaching letter writing classes out in jails. And you know what I say? Fuck yeah. Let's have more of that shit. I don't know if that's what's still happening. I haven't written or been written to by a jail guy in a quite some time. Not saying I don't miss it. I do. So if anyone has any pen pals that they want me to get in touch with, I will write that letter. Did I tell you guys that time that the guy just randomly phone called me from jail? The collect call that I got from jail that time? Oh my goodness. Well, it used to be that you would get a call and the guy on the other line or the gal would say her name like the operator for real for real would come on and she'd be like hi we have a collect call from and uh and they wouldn't say like they do now where they it's a recording and it's like this is the fish kill security prison with a collect call from you know jimmy or whatever the fuck and it wasn't like that it was real people so it was a real uh, operator and she goes and i was home one day and i was sick so i was just at home you know uh i was like i think i was like 18 or something and i was in my own apartment because i've been on my own since i'm 15 and i answer the phone i'm like hello and this and the secretary or the operator goes hello we have a collect call from and then this voice goes marcel and i was like okay and she goes, you accept the charges? And I said, yeah, okay. And Marcel comes on the line. And he cannot believe that I have accepted the charges. Hello, he says. Hello, I say. He can't, uh, you said yes. You accepted the collect call for me. I, I don't know you, do I? I said, no. Are you in jail? And he said, yes. How did you know? And I said, well, 
it's kind of weird that I would get just a random collect call from like a payphone. Usually that's what happens in jail. I've seen the movies and I know a couple people. So he was very impressed. And he said, yeah, we just been randomly, uh, <laughs> we've just been randomly calling numbers and we called your number. What do you mean? We, you got a frog in your pocket? And he goes, no, I'm with my friend. So, you know, we were randomly like trying to collect call numbers and we didn't think anyone would say yes. Cause no one's ever said yes before. And you said yes. And I was like, well, I'm kind of a cool chick you know I'm, I'm pretty cool so we started this pen pal uh, relationship and he was wonderful what a lovely man Marcel was and Marcel enclosed a photograph in one of his first letters and you know the letters from jail if you don't know quite long quite long they have a, they, they have a lot of time and so his letters were usually about three to four pages long and and hilarious and wonderful um, but he did enclose a photograph in one of his first letters from jail. And the photograph uh, had a little thing on the back, like an asterisk. And then the asterisk to match it on the letter said, I think you are probably looking at this picture and thinking to yourself, what a large youngster. And you know what, Marcel? I did think that for a second. I thought, what a large youngster this Marcel is. And I'll tell you what, we had a great pen pal relationship. And even though I did enjoy him so much, I even invited him over when he got out. I was like, you know, when you get out, let you look me up. You got my address. You know, my friends did not think that was a smart move on my behalf. My friends were very, uh, even friends that, that I knew that had been to prison were like, what are you doing? Why would you do such a thing? And I say to them and to you, if you're thinking that, stop judging. We don't know. He wasn't in on murder. It was like a petty theft or something like that. I can't even remember. That's how little of a charge it was. And, you know, it could have been trumped up, too. <gasps> I don't even like saying his name. Okay. Blech. Ooh, I'm all yucked up now. Ah! Okay, you know what? That means it's time to go. So I'm going to go and listen. Uh, join me Friday night here, back here on Instagram Live. Not here on you Facebook fuckers. Uh, Instagram Live, Friday, 530 Pacific. I'm going to be interviewing Neil Charles. Oh, my God. From Swatches and Boom Boxes? Yes, from Swatches and Boom Boxes. I'm interviewing Neil Charles. Very funny, very wise. We've known each other for years and years and years. From Brooklyn, uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Please come and join me again on Friday, 530 here get wood for what's good with Jess Wood. Until then, enjoy your goddamn lives as much as you can. Please stay healthy, stay happy, stay in the bed if you want to, or stay cooking sourdough fucking starters. Who cares? Just stay safe and be nice to each other. There's too many people that are upset out there. I mean, we're all upset, but don't take it out on other humans. Try to climb a mountain or do some fucking step work at your house. I don't fucking know. Just do what's good for you. Don't hurt yourself and don't hurt anybody else. And you know uh, what I like to say on here, and that is don't suck a dick you don't like and don't lick a pussy you don't like and wear your mask if you're going to fuck somebody you don't know. Do it from behind. Not necessarily in the pooper, but you know, from behind so you're safe. Okay? Okay. Ooh, you got a nice long one today. I'm maybe going to get a nice long one later. <laughs> I mean it. I love you so much for watching, for listening, for partaking in all this madness. Mm.